All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks so much for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 9th of February. Interesting updates from the RBI last evening in the form of the surveys it conducts on a regular basis. The central bank found that capacity utilization in manufacturing rose in the second quarter of the current financial year. The governor had alluded to this during the speech to announce the 25 basis point increase in policy rates. Aggregate level capacity utilization for the manufacturing sector improved to 74% from 72.4% in the previous quarter. Meanwhile, households' inflation perception for the current period moderated by 20 basis points to 9.6% in January. For the three-month-ahead period, this rose by 10 basis points and it remained unchanged for the one-year-ahead expectations. The survey on inflation expectations is an important economic signal that helps the RBI gauge the likely trajectory of demand-side inflation. In other news, two of the government's key ministries worked together to block a handful of fintech lenders from operating in India on concerns surrounding recovery practices and data security. The Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology and the Ministry of Home Affairs together sought to block applications by some fintechs in this regard. That's a report by Jaspreet Kalra that you will find on the website bqprime.com. Now, international palm oil prices turned volatile a day after Indonesia, the world's largest exporter of the commodity, said it will suspend some export permits to cool cooking oil prices ahead of next month's Ramzan. Indonesia currently allows palm oil manufacturers to export six times what they have sold at home under a policy called the domestic market obligation. Exporters will now be allowed to use those rights only after the situation has calmed, according to a Reuters report. Now, the central government is likely to introduce further changes to the Competition Amendment Bill 2022, which is pending in the Lok Sabha. That is, uh, it will likely steeply increase penalties for anti-competitive practices. The amendments are likely to be moved by the Ministry of Corporate Affairs in Parliament this week. Reliance Industries and Bharat Petroleum are among Indian refiners using UAE Diram to pay for some shipments of Russian crude as they work around Western sanctions, according to a Bloomberg report. Payments vary from cargo to cargo, depending in part on the demands from specific traders. In the auto space, electric scooter maker Ola Electric Mobility is on track to deliver its first four-wheel vehicle in the second half of 2022, according to Chief Financial Officer G.R. Arun Kumar. He said that the company has benefited from the sharing of some technology deployed in its two-wheeler products and it is in the advanced stages of design of a four-wheeler. In international news, Disney Chief Executive Officer Bob Iger has announced plans for a dramatic restructuring of the entertainment company that includes cutting 7,000 jobs and making $5.5 billion in cost saving. He also said that the company will be reorganized into three divisions. Shares of Manchester United have surged on growing speculation of a takeover. The Daily Mail reported that Qatari investors are planning to make a bid for the club in the coming days. And there's been buzz since last year of a potential takeover, 
with the Florida-based Glazer family reportedly considering a sale of the team. In other news, Federal Reserve officials stressed the need to keep raising interest rates, including the potential for borrowing costs to peak at a higher level than was previously expected. Four policymakers speaking at separate events yesterday delivered the same message, welcoming a recent moderation in inflation while also cautioning that the fight was not won yet. Some are now predicting that the peak could reach 6%. That had a bearing on US stocks. The tech-heavy Nasdaq dropped 1.7%, while the S&P 500 and the Dow Jones declined 1.1% and 0.6% respectively. Stocks in the Asia-Pacific region have opened lower too, but the cuts are narrower. What's the trade setup for India? Well, Neeraj is here to tell you just that. Morning, Neeraj. Global queues seem a little muted today. How are we looking here in India? Yes, you're right, Alex. There could be a bit of a pullback or a muted day today because uh, the global markets are not looking strong. The Nifty closed just below its 20-day moving average of 17,882 and therefore this could likely be the resistance that we might face today. Uh, There is also this belief that the strong pivot towards NBFC bullishness may get pushed back to April simply because the final rate hike may not have been the one that got done yesterday, but maybe one more in the month of April. Who knows, really? But the texture of the market yesterday, at least, was the classic value buying that was seen in beaten down names like metals, pharma and consumer tech. And this dominated trade on Wednesday, very likely, might dominate trade today as well. I mean, look at Paytm up 16% or a Zomato up 9% or a Nika up 6% or an Aurobindo up 6% and you saw the same pattern everywhere. Uh, the stocks to watch today, based on results at least, are Obera Realty, wherein the revenues nearly doubled to 1629 crores and the profit after tax too uh, went up quite handsomely, even as the finance cost for nine months doubled from 54 crores to 107 crores. Cummins India, revenues up 25%, EBITDA margins expanded over 300 basis points and therefore the net profit expanded 65% and therefore this stock could be positive. Uno Minda, again, saw some very handsome performance with a net profit of 42 crores versus a net loss of a crore and a half. So these are the positive numbers. JB Pharma also had a good quarter, remember, but in line with estimates, uh, with net profit up 36%. But like I said, almost in line with estimates. What didn't do well was Escorts Kubota, when in while the revenues went up 16%, the EBITDA was down 28% and the margins came in at 8.4% versus an estimate of 10.6%. So may lag on the boards is today. SNP is warned of the next few weeks being very critical for Vedanta as it scrambles to raise funds. And one of the things that they have quoted is Vedanta's ability to be able to sell the assets to Hindustan Zinc, which Bloomberg reports uh, that the government of India might be opposing. So it will be very, very critical to see what happens there. Some stocks like Wanderla, Thermax, as well as Paytm were not just price buzzers, but volume buzzers as well and went up on very handsome volumes and therefore they could be in focus today as well. Of course, watch out for what's happening to banking and financials because that will determine what happens to the Nifty in the near term. With that, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 